What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here today on another podcast. I know it's been a while. <laughs> like I said, it's been a couple weeks. And within a couple weeks span, there's been a lot of ups and downs. Whew, between the MOB and my teams. And between, you know, the rise of inflation. Because, you know, we all love inflation. Yes, we all love paying for higher gas. Remember when gas was like maybe... I don't know, I'm just spitballing here. A couple a couple years back, was it maybe a dollar fifty, maybe, if that? Uh, I don't know if y'all remember that. Uh, hmm. I don't know. You know, it was just, you know, that or the games were cheaper. I mean, some of the, like, brand new games were usually consistently 60 bucks. But, you know, if you go to your retro store, game stores, you know, they got some prices that's just through the roof. It's just, it's, you know, it's, you know daily life. <laughs> But I don't know which one to begin with first, but I might want to try to stick with the order here, and it's just with gaming. Uh, Gaming, uh, there's been a lot of information that's been going out. Uh, There's been a lot of games coming out here, uh, excuse me, from a couple weeks at least. Uh, A lot of us, especially in terms of the PlayStation side, has been looking forward to God of War Ragnarok. That's coming out pretty soon as well. Um, Then you're talking about a game like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's coming out next week. And for those who haven't pre-ordered the game, by the way, you're able to actually play the game, but only just the campaign. Next week, y'all, you play the whole shebang. <laughs> so trust me, I'm going to probably have like another, I'm going to say another week with Cold War. And I will humbly put it to the side and bring in the new game of Call of Duty. I say that because of the fact that since I'm playing it on PlayStation 5 and owners who own this system can feel my pain (laughs) in terms of not having as much space for the system. And that's honestly the case because, you know, you're only given but so much space. We, you know, we said this whole entire thing. It's just to the point now I can only put stuff through an external hard drive until I find the time to go ahead. It's not, it doesn't really take long, but it's just me personally, <laughs> just dragging it, <laughs> trying to go ahead and switch out the terabyte hard drive that's inside of it, or at least the 825 gig um, SSD card to switch in with, you know, at best a higher terabyte than two. Um, I know it's a lot of money, trust me and believe, trust I seen it. <laughs> and I gotta make sure I have the heat sink too as well, cause you know, it'd be a fool to have that uh, SSD card inside there and you have it running in your system. It's just gonna fry it up and you know, it's not good for anybody, it's not good for your data. And not to mention the system itself, considering the fact that there's very limited quantities still to this day. As we roll into the holidays, I know a lot of us are gonna be scrambling trying to find it and we're gonna keep talking about this as throughout the holidays go <laughs> and during that time frame so you can best believe it's going to be a swarm of people waiting for these systems whether it's by itself or as a bundle but in terms of that besides those couple of games i was looking forward to oh and of course be personally sonic frontiers looking forward to that game yes <laughs> you also have um oh and also gotham knights that's out now which i so I'm trying to process the fact that that game is 30 frames per second, but the game looks pretty good. You know, do I plan on picking it up? Uh, you know, I plan on picking it up. I um, mean, yeah, I just hopefully it'd be down the line when they try to actually give some kind of update to the game. Kind of like what they did with Avengers for Square Enix, even though it's on two different companies. 
We all know if you played Avengers how rough it was from the beginning, and then they happen to have some updates on it. And then try to patch it up a little bit, and it was I it. It went from trash to I <laughs> And yeah, you go from there. I mean, plus you have the DLC of Black Panther, Hawkeye, and then eventually finally Spider-Man exclusively on PlayStation. And that was it. That was really all that was given at that time frame. So in this case here, going into it, we um, happened to have some news a couple days ago that was published about the at least a release date and also a price chain for this controller called the DualSense Edge. Now, of course, we talked about this briefly on the previous podcast, Sis, and also you probably have seen it around the internet if you've been following up with your news lately. Um, this is pretty much Sony's new Steady Art controller, another enhanced way of playing the PlayStation 5. If the system already isn't already been nicely enhanced, especially with the DualSense itself. Again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, play Astrobot. <laughs> it's a free game on the PlayStation 5. You don't have to pay for anything. That game literally takes the insides and out of that controller. Everything to do with that controller. Because all the games that you play may use some features with the game. Some may not. Call of Duty, for instance, which is a kind of a neat tactic here, is like the haptic feedback. When instead, you know how you can loosely press the back buttons when you're shooting the guns and whatnot? It almost makes you feel like you're actually holding the gun, trying to, so that you know, when we press the left back button, you're slightly slowly pressing it just so that when you scope in. As for the right trigger, you know, you just feel like click, 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 click. I'm like, hmm. Make it feel like it's actually shooting the gun, roughly. I mean, I've been to a shooting range before. It, it, it kind of, sort of, gives you a little bit. It won't have, like, the knockback. <laughs> it won't have the loud boom. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of could give you a little bit of a sense with that. Some people, like some of my friends, actually tried it. They weren't feeling that one, so they went back to the traditional way how it's been, where it's just loosely back buttons. But I, I still, I mean, I accustomed to it. It didn't take me long to get used to it. It was pretty cool. But anyway, back to the Dulcet's Edge. So again, like I said before, there's been a price change, uh, not price change, but a price announcement, and there's also a date for the controller. Um, Sony pretty much said they were going to open up pre-orders for the controller on October 25th. They really will not start shipping it until January 26, 2023. This is coming from sources through uh, Notebook Check that happened to, you know, mention about this. And I was like, really? Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> so, in a sense that you pre-ordered it now, you won't get it till then. Now, granted, Sony throughout the time frame since the PlayStation 5 has been out has been you know, giving out controllers like it ain't no thing, but it's been hard to find the systems. Yes, I know. And so now you have this controller. Now, of course, for the date or for the season, the price of it, at least, it should be going for about 20 bucks. And this is only just talking U.S. terms. Obviously, if you're talking Japan, uh, you're talking about 2680 yen. And then you're talking about 1999 on Europe, 2499 you know the current and currencies so yeah the pre-orders at least to replace and that's just only to replace the stick modules now the dual sense edge controller excuse me 
goes for about 200 bucks. Yes, the DualSense controller. See, the replacement stick modules only go for about 20 bucks to replace them. For the entire DualSense Edge controller, just to make that clear, is $200. Compared to pretty much the Xbox Elite Series 2, which goes for about $129.99 and $130, you know, tax and all that stuff. Um, but then again, with the DualSense Edge, you have more customization. Um, even though it, it is very pricey <laughs> in its own way. Um, you have a lot of baggage that come with that controller as well, if you so choose to choose it to pick it up, because it probably would enhance even more with your gameplay. You know, it comes with one connector housing, one USB braided cable, two of the standard caps, two high dome caps, two lone dome caps, two half dome back buttons, and two lower back buttons. So yeah, you can you can get that entire controller just like that. Um, so again, keep in mind, pre-orders are on October 25th, and they will not be shipped until about January 26th of next year. So you'll be waiting about a couple months to even get your hands on this controller. And they also mentioned this we're going to have limited quantities, so which is, of course, perfect. You know, it matches just like the system right now. So I can only imagine, <laughs> right, you, you're paying about 200 bucks for this controller. Imagine some people buying this and reselling this. Now, would I say pay 400 bucks for a controller? No. You'd be out of your mind <laughs> if you want to do that. Um, so it's up to really you to if you want to jump on this. Because it does. I mean, it's a really cool controller, if you, especially if you've seen the trailer for it. I liked it. It's pretty nice. It's pretty pretty cool. But man, 200 bucks. <laughs> 200 bucks. Again, if you pretty much don't get this do be prepared again as i mentioned before early in the podcast inflation let that echo in your brain because i'm pretty sure it's going to hit you hard than some may realize as this controller comes out and it's very hard to find now would it be easy enough for playstation to restocking on these i doubt it they're kind of already saying that it's the stock's going to last just but for a short period of time so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, some people, just to move on from the controller aspect, and some people have to get their hands a little bit on God of War Ragnarok and play it on, just on the PS5 and even on the PS4 as well. So some people have been getting some nice little remarks about it. It looks great, um, you know, even for the PS4. But of course, when you put it on the PS5, it makes it twice as better, you know, in terms of enhancement and whatnot of it too. So, yeah, I mean, you still got some time to play um, God of War if you haven't played, uh, hopefully you played any of the God of War series, because uh, you know how many games of God of War has been on throughout the past years. But the thing is, too, you know, you have different ways of, you know, getting this information for it, and it's, it should be really nice. I'm really excited for what PS Studios is going to do for this game for here. It's going to be really nice. Um, on a little bit of some sad news. Um, on the gaming spectrum of it, um, I just thought I would send my thoughts to the people that worked over at G4. Um, as you might have known, if you heard about G4, if you've known about G4 for a while, I mentioned it a couple times in the podcast how you know it was great that they came back and there was some cool stuff that was happening for them. And I was like, yes, man. I mean, they're really the biggest reason why a lot of us, and you got to give them credit for it. They're the main reason why 
you know, you're able to do YouTube game reviews, let's plays, you know, because it inspired you in a sense, right? You can't just say you woke up one morning and say, yeah, I'm going to do game reviews. <laughs> you know, they were already doing it before and they were doing it on TV. And even when they came back now, if this being the third time, allowing you to actually do it through YouTube, through Twitch, you know, and it's at the biggest time ever for gaming. You know, for some reason, you know, you still have a lot of people like myself in the game even before the pandemic. But somehow, after the couple year span of us coming out of that whole pandemic spot, especially when it was at the highest of it, people just decided to somehow say, hmm, I grew an interest in gaming. Oh my goodness. Look at all these games I just slept on throughout the years. I made fun of this one person that was a gamer. Call him a nerd. Call her a nerd. What, what is this? You know. Things like that. <laughs> How about that, right? But with G4, um, this came and, you know, they happened to shut down, you know, um, the whole company itself way before the whole one year anniversary. Because keep in mind, this they started, they came back around November. And they didn't even make the November thresh mark. Now, of course, was there some signs, early signs about this possibly happening? Yes, for obvious reasons, you know, because of the layoffs that was happening. But I just thought they may still have, you know, they still had a lot of people that were still there. They were still making good content still, you know. Um, and it was still sad even for the ones that got laid off from them. Of course, there was individuals who possibly, you know, poked fun at that and uh, got ridiculed for that as well. And it's just been, it was just kind of at that point going downhill. Um... And the biggest reason for them, too, is that of the viewmanship. They had less viewers. Even from a spectrum of it being on TV, and you also have it online, it was very, I guess, low on that. And there was a lot of times I did support their self, especially on TV, not so much on the website, too, um, when they did any type of live feed or whatnot. But definitely, it was just so cool just to see that, you know? You know, because they were the biggest channel for that. You know, you have esports, you got all that stuff. You could show this stuff up here, right? A lot of it. Um, even content they were just starting to do. This was a God at Work <laughs> with Gerard the Completionist playing as it. Which, speaking of Gerard, you know, he mentioned like he, excuse me, didn't even hear about this until he heard about a post or saw a post from somebody who had it up on Twitter. He didn't even know. He had to get it. He literally saw it from a different source because the memo was out there. And I'm like, I read the entire thing and I was like, wow. I felt like I was an employee over there and I'm looking like, dude, this is actually happening. It's crazy. It really is. And, you know, I look at another person that like Emily, right? She mentioned on Twitter, you know, she just said she came back from a funeral from her grandfather to come back here now. She pretty much had no job. I'm like, dude. I can only, in my thoughts and prayers again, again, go out to all of them, go out to them too, everybody who's affected by it, you know, because that's huge. That's huge. And you're going right into the holidays, you know, and they got to go from square zero. Try to figure out what to do now. Um, so, um, and I, I hate to see what was going on from there. I mean, you had people like Reggie, Reggie, the former nintendo president coming to get the interview i'm like dude that is so dope to do that and you know you had david banner up there when they did a, a review for def jam 
fight for New York, and it, it, it was it was tough, you know. I, I, so I was right there watching them doing it, and now it's just gone. It is, and to keep it real, and I'm pretty sure they know this as well. Um, it's the fact that you know you are you like I said before, you're competing with you know things on YouTube and on Twitch. You can do this. A lot of people can do this on their own now. It's it is the unfortunate truth with that. Um, but like I said before, you would think that that's what they were, their mindset was thinking, you know, G4 is coming out here back and, you know, gaming's big than it's ever been before, right? That was the big opportunity. And that was fair. That was a big risk, but that was fair. But, you know, between everything that was going on between the past couple months and then leading up to that point early this week, like I was literally looking through my phone and I just saw a post and the post came through IGN and I was like, What? I immediately had to run and find some articles, and I'm like, dude, no way. Are you serious? You had people leaving left and right. Either on their own, or again, they would let go. And I was like, bruh, that's crazy. You had, w you had WWE superstars up there. Come on now. You had Smosh up there. And shout out to the boy, Scott the Waz. <laughs> you know, where a lot of his videos you can literally, you know, obviously we all saw probably on YouTube first before they went on TV. But hey, that's pretty dope, man. This man made it on TV. <laughs> um, But yeah. And even showing out the Ninja Warrior. The original Ninja Warrior. Not the American Ninja Warrior that is on now. You know, that, the Ninja Warrior? Now that was hardcore. <laughs> that's the real Ninja Warrior show right there. Um, but, um, yeah, it just, it, it, that's just, it was crazy to see that happen. But what does this mean for G4 in a sense? Um, I don't know. I mean, the fact that they came back a third time, could they come back a fourth time? I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. Um, it's pretty much the same reason why they, they stopped the second time. Same probably reason they stopped the first time. I don't know if they were willing to actually do it again the fourth time, and you saw how long it has been since they had it the second time, and then they decided to come out last year. It's hard. And of course, I would want them to come back, you know, um, but I don't know how much they're going to compete in like that. I don't know how much they're willing to put that at risk with other people's lives at stake, knowing that that company just came back not even for a span of a year and now everybody was basically a less on the streets if they weren't already doing side gigs um that's that's the toughest part about it i don't know um i i wish the company the all the best and of course if anything i wish the people who made the company <laughs> the individuals who you saw do it um you know for you know tv personalities and whatnot all the best you know, heck, they even had Dungeons and Dragons. In fact, because I, it's funny because I, I knew about it, I peeped about it, but I never got into Dungeons and Dragons until they showed it on TV. And I was like, dude, that's actually pretty fun. I mean, I, cause like I said, I knew about it, I just never found myself to nudge myself into that realm. And they were the one who actually got me into that. I was like, wow. And now, you know, you can't see them now on TV. So that's that's the heartbreaking part about it. So, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people gonna have some videos about you know their time over there and what had happened. 
But again, I still wish them all the best of luck going into the next chapter in their life for it, you know. And, you know, as the motto goes for G4, you know, they never stop playing. So who knows where that entire train may roll into. Yes. So, but in terms of any other games that's coming, uh, not anything I can think of on top of my brain right about now. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to transition into sports next. Um, you know, again, it's been about a couple weeks since I last spoke, and there's been a lot of... <laughs> A lot of upsets and confusion <laughs> that's going on, and specifically MLB. And welcome back. Now, on to the next topic at hand, we're talking about sports. And I'm just going to start off with the bat with MLB. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm going to do a little bit of backtracking here. Yes, as you guys may have been listening to the podcast for a good chunk of time, and you might have heard me every single time talk about a certain team of mine and seeing you know them win, win, win every single time, flex on them. You, we were unstoppable to a, to a point. I mean, we had some l's a little bit but you know we were getting all the way up there you know we were saying yo we're gonna make it to the world series we're gonna see the yankees in there yeah i'm talking about my mets i know it's old news but hey like i said before i haven't talked about this in a minute the one time i'm off the mic this happens <laughs> uh, well um all i can say is that you know next year <laughs> all right but no um for the mets well it goes by without saying that we mets it you know we had a great record we had a great team and honestly i'm taking as more of the positive into this is the fact that you know i know we haven't been to the world series since 2015 man it felt like it was yesterday but nope it's not but anyway mind you by the way we also had jacob de at that time frame Bad at that time, too, we also had Matt Harvey and Noah Syndergaard when Matt Harvey was relevant and when Noah Syndergaard wasn't really banged up. I mean, he's over there now with the Angels, but you also saw where the Angels are at now. So, anyway, Jacob DeGrom only prevailed. Yes. And even with him adding in Max Schwarzer in the mix, and we have a lot of other great players pitching-wise, closer-wise, Diaz, Alonzo, Lenore... I mean, the list goes on. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of victory. There was a lot of cheers for us. We just missed it, and somehow we lost to the Padres. To all the games, trust me, I saw the games. It was so unfortunate because I was watching the football game that Sunday, and I was like, "Oh, let me change the channel real quick. Go back to the Mets," and I was just I, I literally had yelled. <laughs> I yelled, "What?" <laughs> Like it was, it was dead quiet. Just, 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 you know, me just flicking the channel. Just like, all right, let me see what's going on here. And that was immediately my first reaction. And I was like, no way. <laughs> you know, we won that game that Saturday against the Padres. We lost it that Friday. But yet somehow that um, Sunday they just messed it. And you know what's so bad about it? It was at City Field, all three games. Now, granted, I won't 
discredit the Padres. The Padres, you know, they are in a very tough decision. I mean, tough decision. <laughs> tough division, the other D word. Um, and, you know, I got a lot of backlash from a lot of um, games that was happening. I mean, they already lost Tatis Jr. for suspension-wise from what he did. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of things that wasn't going well for the Padres at all. No one was thinking them. The only people that did was the Padre fans. <laughs> all right. Other than that, I I personally didn't have them on radar for that. And not just because I had my Mets up there. That's not that's not the case. I just really did not have them on the radar at all. I didn't. But they beat my Mets, so that's great. And the wild card, nonetheless. Like I said before, the wild card, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And indeed, it did. Somehow, the Phillies made it through. Yes, the same Phillies as in our division, where we have the Braves and the Phillies. And the Marlins, who are irrelevant right now. But you're talking about the Phillies. Who wasn't even up there to get there. They made it through for the, the wild card against the Cardinals. I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it just gets worse. It does. It gets worse. So then you have the Padres going against the Dodgers, right? Oh, battle in California. It's kind of... Kind of what I wanted for the New York Mets against the Yankees, but that didn't happen. And I was hoping that was going to happen in the World Series. But no, the Dodgers, Padres, they did it. So, while I was gone, <laughs> somehow I was thinking, okay, well, pff, the Dodgers should be able to beat the Padres, no problem. Nah, nah this, should, this should be no problem. The, the, the Dodgers shouldn't have to struggle. Maybe they might lose a game, you know what I'm saying? They got to take it back home. They may lose a game, you know, stuff like that happens. But no, they lost. The Dodgers lost without the best record in the league, and, a, and especially the record that they have. The players that they have? Are you kidding? And they lost to the Padres. My father literally told me that when I came back, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> It's like, this is what happens when I'm gone. <laughs> I, I somehow, <laughs> I somehow literally hear the, the fact that the Dodgers took an L from the Padres. I'm like, bruh, let me, let me wake up a little bit and take them seriously now. I mean, dang. And it gets even worse. <laughs> it, just, it just keeps getting worse. When you have the Phillies and the Padres go against each other. And you're thinking the reigning champions that are the Braves, the same Braves that came first in our division that made us have to go into the wild card. Yeah, that same Braves, huh? Maybe call it karma or something because somehow they lost too. <laughs> they lost to the Phillies. I'm like, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> and so here we are today. We have the Phillies and the Padres going against each other. The same two teams. No one but their fans. No one else would have thought in a million, not maybe a million years, but just this season alone, that these two would have made it this far to the playoffs. No one would have thought these two teams would have faced each other at this point thus far. But at least we all know, and we can all agree, one team is going to move on and one's going to go send home packing. Yeah, it's like that. Padres looking pretty good right now, though. Pitching-wise, hitting-wise, Machado. That do something else. I mean, for the money that this man got for that contract that happened a couple years ago, whew, man, this man came from the Orioles. Yes, the Orioles. 
that are trash, 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 trash. And this man is just slugging it, making these dope moves at third base with double plays. I'm looking like, okay. And again, they're without Tatis Jr. Their other star player, which I don't know how that's going to work right now after this whole thing happens. I don't know how, to be honest with you, I don't know how that will work, by the way. I know, I, I know, not to go even more negative because, you know, again, like I said, how these teams were playing out. But just as a side thing, you, you have to wonder. <laughs> These Padres have made it this far right now. Do you think, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but when they make it to the World Series, heck, if they even win it, what would that mean for Tatis Jr.? Would he get that ring? Would he get that recognition he was on that team? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And even after all this is said and done, offseason-wise, what does this mean? They're going to keep him still? You know, he already has endorsements, which whatever the contract is for those endorsements are going to go away. I'm just saying. I mean, he was even on a commercial, which was a, a dope little commercial. When you have like for the Gatorade commercial, when you like, um, and which is funny because you don't see that part. I don't think you rarely see it on commercial because like you see like Trevor Lawrence um, playing with a bunch of kids and whatnot. And, you know, singing back in the day, I was a kid anymore. This is, you know, that song. I remember way back when. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see him over there that you had Sidney McLaughlin doing it too as well you know yeah because he was on that commercial too I don't know it's just a coincidence this is a coincidence but I don't know because that was a big headline and it was it caught everybody by storm because we didn't think that he did some kind of enhancement thing like that using an illegal drug at all and that's rough but to take that away now, going to the backs of the Padres and the Phillies, my lord, <laughs> that game is going to be something else there. As for we move on to the Yankees, um, well, they had a tough battle with the Guardians, I won't lie. Did I think they were going to sweep them? Yeah, you know, maybe lose a game, but I didn't think it was going to go to like game five, which mind you to keep you guys in loop. With the wild card, it was best of three. Where you have the Yankees and the Guardians going against each other, for instance, that was best of five. Now we're in best of seven because now the Yankees happen to beat the Guardians. At least that was over at the Yankee Stadium. Mind you as well, too, they had a rain day where it got postponed because right after that game, they had to immediately go over there to the Astros Stadium where they had to go face the Astros the next day. I was looking like, good grief. Now, of course... We've seen this type of situation that happened before, especially in the NBA, where you know we have certain teams that will be battling all the way until Game Seven, and then you know we may have this other team over here that might have swept whoever they were facing, and they're just chilling while they're just like, you know, it's like, man, we didn't get no rest, no rest whatsoever. Now, in some cases, that could be a good thing or a bad thing because at least they're warmed up, at least they're still got that adrenaline pumping through their fluids a little bit. But it also can mean also, too, of, of fatigue as well. Because depending on how much rest that you were given within that 24-hour span, roughly, you know, the other team did. Now, of course, they got rested, but they may have some rust because they may be rested a while, right? They're coming in, you know, all nonchalant, all cool and collected. Well, the other team's like on edge, like they had a bunch of caffeine in their system. That's what happened. And so, 
that's how we are right now with the uh, Yankees and the Astros. Now, of course, the uh, Astros happen to take an L from the Astros. Um, they happen to have a day off today, so they are going to move on to the next game because they're going over to Yankee Stadium to hopefully, you know, get some games because right now the Astros are 2-0. and Right now. Because Jerson Verlander, first day, that dude was throwing gas. And for his age, coming from my hometown, he played over at ODU, pitching like that, pff, a goat. Now, granted, I know it's the Astros, I know. And Dusty, Dusty's over there too. So, Dusty Baker, man. I, I don't know what he's doing over there with that team, but that team is get, getting it together after all those years of criticism back from a couple years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somehow they're still making a name for themselves. So you got those two sets of games that's going on right now. So I'm curious to see what's going to go on moving forward. Yes. Have to see. Have to see. Should be some good matchup. Moving from MLB. It hurt. It hurt me a little bit there with the Mets. I'm sorry, but... All right, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Moving on now, we have NBA. And NBA regular season just started just back in Tuesday. And we had a lot of games that was going on between Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And, of course, there's going to be more sets of games today. Um, because, of course, all that stuff before that was preseason stuff. We see some good games. And we see some games that I'm looking like, huh? Those games that look like, huh? Or the Pelicans and the Nets. Now, granted, the Pelicans, I said this before, but the Pelicans of the squad that they have, right? I mean, you listed back there. You got Brandon Ingram. You got CJ McCollum, right? You got them two players right there, and then you got a healthy Zion. Like, Zion looked different. Now, granted, you know, which y'all may not know, but he's my distant cousin. No, for real. He's my distant cousin. Why? Because my other cousin told me that that's, that's their cousin, too. So, somewhere in the family tree, I guess somehow we're somewhat maybe close to Zion. Never met him in real life ever in my life. <laughs> but somehow we are somehow cousins in a distant world. I guess. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out to this day. But, <laughs> having said all that, he looks a lot different than when he was a couple years back. I know he's been injured. We all know. We've seen it. And we saw where, you know, he was picking a little weight and whatnot. But this man was still dunking, too. Of course, that don't mean much to me. But when he was here playing those games, I'm looking like, is this the same Zion we were seeing back in Duke? This man just slashing baskets. This man busting through shoes. Yeah, I couldn't believe this man busted through his own shoe in Duke. I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man is a freak of nature. And it's very interesting that, again, he's on the Pelicans. Still wonder him on the Knicks, but, you know, hey. <sighs> you can only do with so much. You can only do with so, so much. But anyway, anywho. They went against the, to the Nets. You know, the Nets that, you know, we still was thinking that they probably get to the um, finals. Even through everything that happened last year and whatnot. You know, you got KD, Kyrie. It's got somewhat of the same squad a little bit. Some people obviously left. And then you have someone like Ben Simmons who is finally playing after a hiatus of time and a bunch of a little bit of injuries here. And this man fouled out so early into the game. And I'm looking like, bruh. I'm like, good grief. I don't know this is the first game. You know, we take it with a light of salt. 
should I say, a grand of salt, actually. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So, it just so happens they haven't been going against the Pelicans. Man, you can't take, you can't joke on the Pelicans now. You can't. With that team that they have there, that's a team that you really want to pay attention to and really want to really be careful about. But yeah, so I saw that game. Uh, the Celtics, um, they were against the 76ers. They paid homage to Bill Russell um, in the beginning part of the game and the ceremony for him, as rightfully so. Um, that dude is a legend um, throughout not just in that sport, but around the world of what he was able to do and accomplish. Um, and during that time frame that he was in, um, I mean, that man would be tough to even compete to get to that level that he's done. We can try, but there's only one Bill Russell. There's only one. And, you know, what he's shown us and what he was able to guide us with through his time and even at the time, until the time he was called upon to see Heavenly Father, he, 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 was, he was that dude. He was. It's kind of hard not to put him on your, nowadays we're having this whole Mount Rushmore. It's kind of hard not to put him on your Mount Rushmore with all the stuff that has been accomplished by him. Really. We said this even before his passing. It's really hard. And I know, so I know, he's a Celtics. But I'm rather to take the team part of it out from him <laughs> and just worry about the man himself. That is Bill Russell. Um, so that is that is the case there for me uh, when I'm looking at throughout that game. And the Celtics won that game too. Um, how about that? Then we move on to Wednesday and we saw how the Knicks went against the Grizzlies. And, you know, I was already going in like, darn it, we're facing the Grizzlies first. And we saw how well they did last year too with that squad they have and the leader of John Morant. But I was like, you know what? My Knicks are ready. We, we ready. We ready. I guess not. <laughs> because we came in there. We, we, were, we were doing pretty well. It was pretty tight in the first quarter. And then we started camp, somehow getting away from the Grizzlies. And then we started catching up again a little bit later on. To the point that we were able to force an overtime. And then there were some calls that happened left and right. You know, balls that were being passed around almost knocked out Steve Adams a little bit. Um, <laughs> like, it was funny because Derrick Rose was trying to make a pass, and next thing you know, no one was there, and yet, from a long distance, this man got chucked in the head. But he ate that. I was like, that man, that man's, that man's a titan. <laughs> but um, with John Moran flying in the air, doing dunks, whatnot, you know, and Jalen Brunson, it was looking pretty good over there for the Knicks, you know? I had my little bit of reserves because I was like, okay, you know, we spent four-year contract on him. What was it, $110 million? You know, I was like, okay, let's see what happens with it. I mean, because he balled. Don't get me wrong. He balled over there in the Mavericks. He made a difference over there for that team. But I know just for the Knicks, I was like, okay, what, how is he going to place? How is he going to fit in here in the squad right now that we're still trying to figure ourselves out? I mean, like, we had that year a couple years back when we were the fourth. Yes, I know we were fourth, not number one in the east side. But we were fourth. That meant a lot, especially for previous years before that, when we had terrible records. And of course, last year was a bad record in itself. But you know, though we did took an L, 
you know, we still look pretty good out there. You know? To go against someone like the Grizzlies like that too. Yeah, that's 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 one way to start off the season there. Sure, last year, you know, we went against the Celtics, and it's kind of fitting. We were also in overtime as well. <laughs> I think we were like in double overtime, I think. And we won, and all the New Yorkers went crazy over there. <laughs> as we should. Alright. The New York Knicks over there, as we should. We were going nuts over there, and then, you know, the season kept going and then didn't show. So, you know, we'll see. I'm very optimistic about this team. We'll see. <laughs> I know um, I was listening to one of the radio stations. <laughs> I think it was with Sway in the morning on uh, Sirius XM channel 45, Shade 45. And <laughs> I think they were mentioning about the fact, because I didn't know about it with R.J. Barrett. <laughs> I think I think they were saying they caught him either he's dating or um, hanging out with uh, I think it was a dream doll I believe correct me if I'm wrong but I think it's dream doll that he's dating and I was like oh I didn't even know that <laughs> and I don't know like it was that the reason why this game was off <laughs> so I'm like no like there you go you're getting distracted <laughs> you can't get distracted like we don't need that <laughs> it's like you better figure it out. <laughs> you better figure out how to coexist with both. <laughs> All right, because one's gotta give. <laughs> you can't. So you gotta figure it out. But <laughs> I was looking like that was funny because I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, that could probably be a reason why. Yikes. But anywho, <laughs> I just thought I'd point a little jab at that. I was just like, dude, that's that's bad if that's the same reason. Um. And then I saw some of the games with the Lakers. Um, I saw the Lakers game. Yeah, it was actually that yeah that Tuesday when it went against the Warriors. And well, you're going against the Warriors right now, where they're in the juggernaut 2.0 that they are some years back. And what can you expect? I mean, you took an L from the to the Warriors. When you look at the squad of the Lakers, and I said this before too, you guys got stars. That's great. LA is known for that. To have stars. Right? Whether they've been washed up or not. I'm not saying they are on this team. I'm just saying in the past that we we had team we had players that came on there and they were washed up. And I'm like, why did why did the Lakers have them? Not in this case here, because a lot of the players that they have up here do have a lot of different, you know, obviously different skill level to bring to the table. But the one thing they all struggle the most in is three point shooting. I'm not targeting any individuals because they know who they are, but they also know that they got to work on the game for that, and it's the three-point shooting. In this league nowadays, as we all have seen it evolved, growing up as a kid, it was always the big man dominant type of era where you see ones like a Dirk Nowinski or a Tim Duncan or a Yao Ming or a Shaq. You know, you had those type of big men, and it's still there a little bit now, but that was that was that was the era there where you had a lot of big men, right? A lot of big defending every which way. Now it's three-point shooting era. <laughs> Prime example is the Warriors. Case closed. <laughs> Do you know how many lethal shooters that they got over there? Three. <laughs> Plus maybe even more, too. They got some up there that can still shoot that are not big on shooting, but they can still shoot. Lakers barely have any. You can't really just rely on LeBron for that, too. This man's 38, and he's still kicking it. But he needs more help for that. 
right? I know I saw Anthony Davis getting banged up a little bit after especially he was trying to go for a block and dive up there like that. And he happened to happen to take a nice little fall. So luckily enough, it was like I think it was like a heat pad, I think. It wasn't like an ice pack. It was something some pad that he was wearing that it wasn't enough to still have him sit out because that's the last thing that they need right now. And this is the beginning part of the season, you know, at this point in time frame. You know, Patrick Beverly coming in. I think he was still a nice addition into there. But even watching the game yesterday that he was going against the Clippers, which I was happy to see. Now, he might be my distant cousin. We got we got we share the last name, Leonard. Right? We may we may come from two different coasts, but there gotta be some kind of correlation there. You can't just be a Leonard and not have any type of, you know, any type of relation, you know what I'm saying? Just saying. You know, that's maybe it's a quinkadink, you know. You know, my folks was out there in San Diego before back in the day, so I mean you know, anything's possible. Anything's possible out there. <laughs> but anyway. Um, for him, it was interesting because they kind of actually started him off from the bench, right? Because you always had Kawhi Leonard always been starting for as long as you've seen him been playing, at least especially during the Spurs time. Um, but, you know, I'm not surprised with that, um, considering the fact that this man's coming off of an injury like he did beforehand. So, you know, I guess they were trying to play it by precaution and see how this works before they put him back up into that lineup like that. And then you have Paul George coming up there dominating too. Um, and then you look at it, too, and you see, you know, uh, John Wall, especially you've seen John Wall, you know, that dude's been through a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, you know, he's been to different teams left and right. But, you know, you know, and especially on his own personal life as well, after hearing some interviews from him, um, he has been through a lot. And to see him play like this, I mean, I'm like, dude, I'm happy. You know, we get into it. Almost back to the old John Wall. Cause that dude, that dude was quick. <laughs> that dude driving the whole clutch shooting. I'm like, I'm there for it. And, you know, I can see the Clippers going deep here. Now, can I see the Clippers go into the finals? The West has always been a dominant force, as long as I remember. I just don't know why. The East are catching up now, but it's just always been the West. I don't know what it is about the wild, wild West, but... <laughs> The West has always been dominant up there, and it's a tough. It's very tough, but you know I can see them go deep. As long as we all know, as long as they're healthy, I can see them go deep. I can. Can I see them beat the Warriors like that? I have to see. It's kind of a little early right now until I start seeing, you know, them all gelling together and going against teams like that. That's kind of where I would probably base my decision on it it's a little too early right now i need to see more games from every single team do certain specific matchups till i actually see an actual like okay here's here's the lowdown type of thing but i can definitely by even just looking at them i can see them go deep mm -hmm. i can see them go deep i can it'd be an interesting matchup indeed so there's a lot of good games. There's a lot more good games coming out tonight too as well. You got the Celtics and the Heat. You got that little matchup that's happening there. And then you're talking about especially, you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nice little stain for the Heat for that one. So I know there's going to be some vengeance on that one. That's for sure. Then you have the Nuggets and the Warriors playing later after that game as well. As well as today, you got my Knicks going against the Pistons. 
So we'll see how that one works. Bulls and the Wizards. And then you have the Raptors and the Nets. Jazz and Timberwolves. And I know there's some more games tomorrow as well. And actually, there's more tonight too as well. You have the Magic and Hawks. You got the Suns and Trailblazers. And then tomorrow you got, you know, a little bit of other games as well. You got Spurs and the 76ers, Celtics and Magic, Pistons, Pacers, Rockets, Bucks, Raptors and Heat, Cavaliers. Cavaliers, you also want to look out for the Cavaliers. Keep in mind of them. Then you got the Grizzlies and the Mavs, Thunder and the Nuggets, and then the Clippers and the Kings. So there's going to be a lot of good games happening this weekend. So, especially after yesterday, too, it was kind of wild because you had you had about, what, MLB, NBA, NFL, and hockey <laughs> in the same time spectrum. I'm like, dude, you had a little bit of everything. So, if you weren't feeling one sport, you had another sport. <laughs> if you weren't feeling that sport, too, you had another one and another one. And I think soccer was going on, too, yesterday, I think, too. So, yeah, you had, you had a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. But transition into the NFL, actually. Um, you had a couple games. Uh, not really a couple games. You had that game on Thursday, which was the Saints and the Cardinals. The Cardinals happened to win 42-34 to against the Saints. Pretty close game, a little bit back and forth there. Uh, I just want to say, just before I get further into it, how about my Giants? You know, I ain't going to be I ain't gonna be rowdy about it, you know, because I'm keeping it, you know, Keeping it calm and cool and collected. You know what I'm saying? But you got to admit. For all y'all haters out there that didn't think that the Giants were going to make it this far. You thought it was going to be like last year. You thought it was going to be the previous year. Well, guess what? I got news for you. It changes every single year. Ain't no one safe. No one's going to be consistent like that. Back to back to back. And now... It's our time. It's our time. But, again, knock on wood, <laughs> you know, this is week 7 of 18. So there's a lot of games still to be played. But we just got to keep this train rolling. But could you imagine, man, we're 5-1. and one. Man, we could have been 6-0 oh, like the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. But you know who's staying that one? The Cowboys. But you know what's also nice over the last weekend? That the Cowboys took an L. Yes. They took an L against the Eagles. <laughs> Rightfully so. So, we're second in our division. Oh, no, yeah, the Commandos. Or Commanders, excuse me, let me say their correct name. Yeah, we ain't worrying about them. But, yeah. But, anywho, let me continue, though. Oh, and, you know, I give them a slight shout-out. The Jets. We give them a slight shout-out. I don't know what the Jets been um, eating. I don't know what they've been drinking, but they're somehow trying to not be the button of everybody's joke. Yeah. I guess they took it personally. <laughs> anyway, they got the Lions and the Cowboys. I would think that would probably be the Cowboys' redemption win because the Lions, I don't think, is going to be right for the Cowboys. Uh, the, Cow the Packers and the Commanders, I I'm, I'm still questioning what's going on with the Packers right now, but I, I still believe the Packers will beat them. The Washington Commanders, if they lose to the Washington Commanders, then they gotta be some changes to be made there. I'm sorry. They gotta be some changes to be made. Then you got the Giants going against the Jaguars. You know, it should be an interesting game for that one. It might be a little bit of a tight game, but it should be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. 
Um, and then you also have the Colts and the Titans that happen. Uh, I'll probably give the Titans for that one. Texans and the Raiders. <laughs> I might say it's a toss-up. But, you know, I might give it to the Raiders. They might Somehow they might prevail. Derek Carr might think of something. I don't know. Especially with Devontae Adams doing that little push. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to talk about that, huh? I was talking about this to other people about this. I'm like, granted, I understand he walked into your bubble. And I know you were sad about that L that happened. He's still a great receiver. But the thing is, with him, with that guy, now, did he do it on purpose? The guy, who knows? We won't know. Who knows? But he could have just been calmly just saying, oh, man, I got to get over there ASAP, I guess, because I'm doing my job, I guess. But, you know, maybe, I don't know if it was a need, it was a jerk reaction to Devontae, from Devontae Adams. Who knows? As we all were speculating about that. No, he apologized and all that jazz, but, you know, he's still dealing with this whole assault that was charged on him. So I was like, dang, it's not what you want. It's not. Maybe what the other guy did, because he's doing fine. He might get himself a paycheck. Bigger than probably what he's getting right now. Who knows? Who knows what his prerogative is? But either which way, if it was me with Dante Adams, yeah, I'd be mad. I'd be mad. But in terms of him coming, uh, the guy coming right there, I mean, I might accidentally bump him by mistake. You know what I'm saying? But I'll just move around or keep it going, whatever. Just get out of my way. I wouldn't, you know, push the old dude right there. I'm like, dang. <laughs> I'm looking like, my lord. <laughs> that is, sheesh. You're asking for a whole lot right there when you did that. Television and all. Jeez. But anyway, I, I give it to the Raiders to walk out from there from the Texans. Then you got the Jets and the Broncos. Uh, hmm. You know, I, I do want to support the Jets a little bit. I, I'll give them this one. We'll see. I mean, I know they're going to get Russell Wilson and the Broncos, but the Jets keep on surprising me. We'll see. I might give this one to the Jets. Might give it to the Jets. Chiefs and the 49ers. Chiefs. Seahawks and Chargers. Slightly might give this one to the Chargers, home base. Uh, Steelers and Dolphins. Um, yeah, Mike Tomlin needs to probably wake up that team right there. I don't know what they're trying to do, but bruh, it ain't working. But that is the game for that's on NBC. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Dolphins are already in shambles already as it is. Uh, this, this might be for the Steelers. I don't know. This This one might be for the Steelers. Maybe. I don't know. As for Monday Night Football, you got the Bears and the Patriots. You get this one to the Patriots. Belichick might figure out something as well. And that's kind of pretty much all my ideals of picks in terms of what's going on for the weekend. And this will be it for the uh, podcast. Um, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Good to be back. And, yeah, look forward to seeing y'all or seeing y'all <laughs> talking to y'all again soon. All right. Take care.